So Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but Ooh. look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh yeah, Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and of course the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever. Oh, for sure. If you're looking to visit Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line, or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney, our friend Nate from Main Street and More Travel can help make your vacation dreams come true. No question, sweetie. And if you've listened to our show for any time at all, you know we're big fans of high-end experiences. And that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, you may even save money if discounts become available because Nate is always looking to make sure you get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to DizTripsAndMore.com, fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, <laughs> intelligent, very hardworking Festival of the Holidays loving wife yeah. and co-host, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, December 18th, 2022. Only one more week until Christmas, wow. if you can believe that. Hard to believe. Also, a very happy beginning of Hanukkah yeah. for all of those who celebrate. Uh, happy Festival of the Lights. That's right. Yes. Very cool. Very fun time of the year. Yeah, it is. All the different holidays, uh, no matter what you celebrate during this year. Um, we hope you're enjoying this holiday season so far. We certainly had a wonderful time at the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, That's which right. we'll be telling you about here in a little bit. And we had a lot of fun in our very short trip yes. out to the Walt Disney World Resort. Packed in a lot in a small amount of time. That is true, especially a lot of food. Mm -hmm. A lot of food. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. You might want to follow us there. We're on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, please do join the group. It is a great, fun area, and we love hearing from everybody and the things that they're doing. Some, like we always say, sometimes it's Disney related, sometimes it's not, but we just love hearing from everybody and and celebrating everybody's fun. Yeah, whatever you have going on in your life, Disney related or just. 
just basic life related. As long as it's positive, uh, we're there to share in the fun with you and celebrate you. And right. so we hope you will join in, join in the group and then join in the fun there. Uh, also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you. If you have any uh, questions, either questions about our episode or like we did hear from one of our listeners this week, uh, questions regarding some uh Disney activities or if you have trips planned and anything that we can do to help, we're, we're certainly here to want to help with that as well. Right. Uh, for sure. We, even if you just want to say hi, whatever, we love when you contact us uh, through whatever reason, whatever way you might do it, whether it be through social media or whether it be through the Gmail account. Um, speaking of that a little bit, I just want to pump up because I don't think we do this enough and I actually need to get more involved in it. And I think I'm going to have something coming here very soon. Um, the Disney Dishes blog is still in existence. It's still there. Uh, you still want to check it out for lots of great recipes. I, I am going to put out a new recipe this week. So uh, be prepared for that. But also, one of our Disney stories of the week came through our Disney Dishes blog Gmail account, DisneyDishesBlog at gmail.com. Uh, we were contacted by a, a publicist to tell you about something that's going on out there. So I just want you to know that if you ever want to contact and try and have us maybe do a recipe for you or right. whatever, um, the Disney Dishes blog at gmail.com is another great way uh, to get involved as well. Right. So, and again, cool. check out that website, DisneyDishesBlog.com. I don't think we sell that website. No, no, we don't. And you've done so much great work with it. And it offers people a lot of wonderful recipes. And um, and it's laid out so so great that it, you know, gives you a lot of uh, information about, the, you know, with pictures of what things look like as, as the process goes. It also it contains the recipe succinctly if you just want to get that recipe in itself. So... Um, definitely a, a site you should visit. Yeah, lots of good stuff there. I'm sure they'll find some good food. You know, mm -hmm. maybe you're getting ready for the you know holiday celebration right. here. Um, something else that you might want to break out with a little Disney flair to it. Uh, I mean, we have some non-Disney flares of stuff there too, but mostly Disney right. uh, remakes of dishes that either are exact. Uh, I, I have received the recipes from somewhere in Disney or I have recreated something very similar. Right, or right. But um, you can find it there and it's just a lot of fun. So please check out Disney Dishes blog. Com. Now, before we get into this week's show, you know we always like to take a look back at the week that was because eh, it can be a little tough on weeks at times. It can be difficult, but there's always high points. I find that there's always high points to right. almost every week, and that's what we like to focus on. We are the show of positivity here, the Disney show of positivity. So we like to focus on those good things that happened during the week, our favorite things from the week that was. And when we do that, well, we always start with Michelle because she's <laughs> awesome, wonderful, all things spectacular in the world. You know, she has the best list. She definitely does the best research. Oh boy, does she have the best tips. But she also always, almost, ha almost always has the best, my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Wow. You know, in this week, fortunately, there were a lot of things to choose from, which was, is always a nice thing to happen, right? When you have a lot of good things happening. Um, but I think my favorite thing I'm going to talk about is getting together with family. Got to see um, my niece, Nicole, 
and my sister and brother-in-law, Helen and Tom. And so it's just great to be able to be with family. You know, when we lived in Southern Cal, we didn't get to see family out this area very often. And so getting to see uh, all those wonderful people in one week really was spectacular. Yeah. Sometimes we would go years without seeing yeah, them. Right. Um, you know, we would talk with them, we would get on the sure. phone with them or whatever, but as far as actually seeing them in person, being able to sit down and have a conversation, um, right. it's been, it, it's great. And that's part of the things, uh, part of the reason why we decided to move to Florida right. was uh, the, uh, how close we would be to some of your family, which exactly. was important. So yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite things for this week, I've got a couple things and they all d deal with friends. And mm -hmm. some of them are some new friends that we met yesterday in our neighborhood. Right. There were right. some uh, neighbors had a little neighborhood get together, yeah. a little holiday soiree uh, that we went over and got to meet some of our brand new neighbors that yeah. we had not met to this point. A couple that we already knew, but mm -hmm. many that we had yeah. never Majority run into yet. Yeah. So um, we were happy to meet some, some really nice people yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I think that's what makes this area that we get fortunate enough to move into is it's a new development. Right. So everybody here is is relatively new to the location. Um, so it was very interesting to be able to meet people who have, you know, get to hear their story of what brought them here. Yeah. Um, and just get to know the neighborhood and feel more connected with everybody around. Yeah, virtually everybody in our neighborhood has moved here within the last, oh, I want to say a uh, year and a half to two years. Right, yeah. um, some much shorter than that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all people from across the country that have kind of moved into yeah. this area. I don't think we've run into anybody who's moved from one part of Florida to the, this part of Florida yet. Yeah, it's, you know, people from, like you said, all over the country coming here. And again, hearing very unique, different stories of what brought them to this location for sure for sure so that was a lot of fun yeah. uh the other thing that was my favorite thing and probably was my true number one favorite mm -hmm. thing from this week is that we connected with some friends of ours mm -hmm. from disney cruise line right. that will be joining us on next week's episode so uh we sat down with them for about an hour and had a great discussion and you're going to get to hear that next week for our christmas show right. that is of course sonia and paul from soul duo will back sell that at the end of this episode but um it was a wonderful time catching up with them we haven't seen them in a little while so it was a really good uh evening um just having a good old time talking about yeah. uh, their last year with disney cruise yeah yeah i think people are going to be really interested in in the topic and like you said sonia and paul are just such warm wonderful people that uh glad we get to do that and like i said at the beginning there was a lot of things that mm -hmm. was made this week really wonderful and and i agree with you that was definitely a high point right and they're also super talented entertainers yeah so, um it's gonna be a fun episode uh, next week but we also have a great episode for you this week we have lots of stuff i know and week. that's what made this another thing that was great about this week is our experiences yes uh, lots of stuff to tell yeah. you about this week yeah that was one of our other favorite thing from this week was just the the trip out right. to Walt Disney World for sure uh, other stuff that we have for you this week we learned a few more details about the first ever Toy Story themed table service restaurant that is coming to the Walt Disney World Resort mm -hmm. we'll tell you about that there are also a couple new dining locations on their way to the Walt Disney World's boardwalk area mm -hmm. that'll be interesting as well over on the west coast if you want to get up close and personal with some of your favorite professional hockey players and enjoy a little Disney at the same time well we have some good news <laughs> Mm -hmm. for you 
And if you live in the Southern California area and looking to add a little Disney to your night out, well, we have some information that you want to hear about that too. Mm -hmm. But that's later. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. So yeah, for this week's main topic, um, the, the reason why we didn't actually record last week's episode on Sunday, <laughs> well, besides for the fact that I was working for <laughs> Sunday morning, uh, was that we were headed immediately after I got out of work to the Walt Disney World Resort to check out a little bit of the Festival of the Holidays over at Epcot in the Epcot Resort areas. Right. It was um, unique this year that we had the opportunity to go different times and, and look at different areas you know uh so on one of our previous shows where we we did a discussion of you know the area around magic kingdom and the resorts around there and now we get to go to the other side of the resort area and go to epcot and some of the the hotels that's that kind of area yeah and i got to experience a few things i had not before right? and we, we experienced some great food some mm -hmm. that we had had before and some that was brand new to us yeah. and we're going to tell you a lot about that and we left wanting more well. to for try sure more oh for sure <laughs> we could we there was plenty more food for us to eat there yes. believe me we, we <laughs> ate a lot of food and took home a lot of food right but there was plenty more food for us to eat and it was uh, very enjoyable so as i was saying we this all took place on sunday uh, december December 11th and Monday, December 12th. I had to work on Sunday, December 11th. So we left after I got off work around 3.30 or so, drove out to the Walt Disney World Resort. Then we headed straight to Disney's Yacht and Beach Club um, and got in there thanks to a mobile order. <laughs> a little hack for you on um, how we were able to park there. Um, and wanted mostly that we were going there to check out some of the holiday decorations right. at the Yacht and Beach Club, which um, I know Michelle has seen it in the mm -hmm. past. I have never really, I've taken in the Yacht and Beach Club in, uh, several times, but I've never been there for during the holiday season. Right. So it was fun to go check that out. Yeah. What did you think? What do you think of the decorations and the ambiance and everything? Um, I, I really enjoy the Yacht and Beach Club for a visit every mm -hmm. once in a while. I think it's a, it's a stunning pair of resorts that are right next to one right. another. Uh, I really liked the, the seafaring theme mm -hmm. to all of their trees and their wreaths and right. everything. And that was really great. Um, they have the, this uh, over in the Yacht Club. They have this little Christmas town like setup with a, you know, like a model train right. and a little model town mm -hmm. and everything. It, it's really kind of cute yeah. as well. I yeah. Like that. I mean, it's nice to have something like that in the lobby that kids can also, you know, enjoy as well as adults. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. But then we got went over to the real uh, decorations, which yeah. were over at the beach club. Oh, we stopped over, by the way, on our way to the beach club because, you know, beaches and cream were I there. Know. And, so, <laughs> and the, there was no one at the walk-up window. So, hey, you know, we've got to try that s'mores shake. Yeah. It has a little Bailey's in it, I believe, or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, I think there was so, something else, too, in there. Yeah. So we had to like, oh, well, that calls out to us. we got to try that. Yeah. Uh, and what did you think of that shake? Um, I thought it was amazingly delicious. Just wonderful. It, it was one of those things that went down a little too smooth. I think. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what about you? A few too many calories, a little bit too much yeah. alcohol in that. Uh, I really liked it as a shake itself. I didn't get the s'mores aspect right. from it. Like if you had handed this to me and said, oh, that's a, that's a pretty good shake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have not told you, oh, that's a pretty good s'mores. Right flavored shake it yeah. tasted more like just a chocolate, chocolate. shake mm-hmm. um to me but it was good and yeah, yeah and you could definitely uh, taste the booziness in yeah. it yeah. um which was enjoyable to me right because we always like to make it boozy <laughs> uh so uh that was fun as well but and it was just a nice little stopover since you know beaches and cream was right there in right. between as we were walking our way over and that yeah. was nice um, so then we went over to, yes, the, the beach club. And, um, if you've never been to the beach club lobby for the holidays, uh, their gingerbread presentation is mm-hmm. a little bit different than many of the other resorts right. you may visit. Right, Michelle? Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's very famous now, but because of the, having the carousel there. Yes. So it's a working carousel. Mm-hmm. Um, with four horses on on it right. uh, going around, it's all yes, it is all decorated with gingerbread and other you know icing and all sorts of mm-hmm. different things on there. Uh, and it, I really loved the you know this year's uh, uh, theme to right. it. It was the princesses. Mm-hmm. There, all the horses were decked out as princesses. There was the Elsa horse, mm-hmm. which of course you know <laughs> hashtag right. Real Man Love Frozen. Yeah. Uh, there was a Snow White horse, a Tiana mm-hmm. horse, which was. I really liked the Tiana yes. horse. I thought that the Tiana horse was stunning. And a Belle from Beauty and the Beast horse as well. Right. They also had a separate horse mm-hmm. that was a little closer to people, not on the carousel itself. Um, that was a Jasmine horse right. from Aladdin as yeah. well. So uh, really, really beautiful. It was decked out. They had a castle at the top. They had the uh, 50th anniversary mm-hmm. logo of Walt Disney World on it as right. well. It was, it was really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the colors were so vibrant. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was what really captured my attention is, you know, especially against the gingerbread and everything, it just really popped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also fun where they have like hidden Mickeys. And, and while we were there, I saw several people like pointing out, counting them with their family right. and stuff like that. So and some not so hidden, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I eight, know, nine, it's <laughs> like, but you know what? I think some people didn't catch That's those because it was fairly obvious. Um, you know, and so it's, it's just pretty cool that again, it's just something people can explore and, and experience it doesn't cost anything. And it's just a, a fun, uh, area to go visit during the holidays. Right. Uh, so really enjoyed it. The trees were beautiful, uh, but the carousel really steals the show there mm-hmm. in the middle, right there in the middle of the uh, the lobby of the beach club. Um, definitely take it in if you're going to mm-hmm. get a chance to be over there within this next uh, two weeks uh, while they still have the decorations set up. Right. And um, it, it, it's, it's stunning for right. sure. It's worth your time. Right. And I know we didn't highlight too much of the yacht club, but it is pretty amazing how they have these... Uh, model different types of sailing ships and right. vessels and how big they are and yet they on the tree just blend in and look right. great with I, it i i put a, in our artwork there's a picture of one of these mm-hmm. ships that is a, as a, a decoration on on the tree at yeah. the yacht club um, so, it is great yeah it's fantastic it's a wonderful resort uh definitely get out there and check it out i know it's a little off the beaten path for mm-hmm. some people but it's worth worth a stopover for you uh for sure so um, another thing we went to right after that was we went over to the Beach Club Marketplace because we know they often have some interesting treats, especially mm-hmm. seasonal treats yeah. over there. And we did find something that we wanted to try over there, yeah. which was the peppermint trifle that Michelle 
uh, particularly yeah. loved. Uh, this thing it has layers of peppermint, white chocolate mousse, chocolate cake, chocolate cookie crumble, dark chocolate peppermint mousse, whipped cream, chocolate curls, <laughs> and crisp candy pearls. So you can tell you why Michelle might like it. Yeah. She loves a little chocolate. Right. This has lots of chocolate plus the peppermint. Michelle, what did you think of the peppermint trifle? I loved it. Uh, first of all, the, the portion size I thought was mm-hmm. great for the price that you got. It was pretty large. Um, and I did love those flavors. Uh, as much as I do like whipped cream, I don't like the calories. So I, I was able to take that off easily and still really... Uh, enjoy all the flavors that they had in there. It did have the peppermint, which I liked, but it it complemented it. It didn't overtake it, which I think we had talked about on one of the other desserts that we tried uh, our prior trip. Right. We uh, the trip in the past, the last trip we went, we had picked up a it was a peppermint cheesecake, cheesecake yeah. and. Uh, while it was good, the peppermint kind of overpowered the cheesecake right. portion of it, we felt. But this was pretty well balanced as yeah. far as the chocolate flavor versus the peppermint flavor. Right. It just didn't, it didn't like, it, yes, the the peppermint was definitely there, but it didn't like, you know, it didn't shout at you. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I just really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I was glad that it was like, do we get more than one? And I was glad we did get two. <laughs> <laughs> Took one home. <laughs> Took one home. Um, and in fact, I was able to be a little bit more moderate. I think the first one we shared. And right. so the second one I had. Well, the first one I had a couple bites of and you had most of it because right. we'll have another dessert oh, that yeah, we had that night right. that I'll tell you about here in a yeah, little bit right. as well. But yeah, um, if you're over there, you know, I would definitely recommend you getting it because it's it's yummy. Yeah, it is good. It is very good. And you can find it both at uh, not only the, the Beach Club Marketplace, but also at the Yacht Club Marketplace. Mm-hmm. They have it over there as well. Cool. So definitely, um, if you're in either one of those spots, it's worth just a, a quick trip in there too. Right. Uh, and they have some lots of other treats in, in the as well. Right. So. And you can mobile order or, you you know, we just went over there and just picked it yeah. up. Yeah, so. for sure. So once we uh, picked that up, it was time to head back and we had parked over at the Yacht Club. So we head back to the Yacht Club. And we also, that's where we had our mobile order at Ale and Compass. Mm -hmm. Uh, was where the mobile order was that got into parking in there. Um, (laughs) And we picked up a couple things that we were going to bring back to our room that evening for kind of side dishes to our dinner. We picked up uh, the roasted buffalo style cauliflower. Mm -hmm. Um, some sautéed broccolini. We can't right. get enough vegetables <laughs> and some steak fries because everything else is too healthy. So we needed some steak fries as well to bring home with us. Um, we also got the kids portion of the fish, the bait. Oh, that's right. Sustainable fish. That's right. We had the sustainable fish, which was very good. Yes. Um, that was actually really, really good, tender. And considering um, we carried it over and had to sort of warm it up when we got to right. our hotel room. Um, still was fairly mm-hmm. well cooked and yeah. flavorful. That, that was pretty good. I love that we had the kids style and the adults were eating that. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but the roast, I, I ate a lot of the roasted buffalo style cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Um, is very good. Uh, if you like buffalo flavoring, like buffalo wings or whatever, right. it's got a lot of that. It comes with you know some um, some ranch dressing and some romaine and everything. So it's like having wings, only a little right. slightly healthier because it's cauliflower. Um, it does have that that heat you want, but it's it's a flavorful heat. It's not an overpowering right. heat. You right. want to break it up a little bit with sure. some of the dressing, whatever. But I thought it was very good, Michelle. 
Yeah, a little more spice than Michelle right. likes. She yeah. tried it, yeah. Um, but it was more for me than I think for you. Right? Yeah. I mean, I could have eaten it more, um, but I think because we had so many other options, anyways, we had kind of over overestimated the food that we needed. For <laughs> no, the we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. We so, totally underestimated. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I felt like okay, I, I, no need to burn my mouth anymore. Right. I, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you know, the, it's. The Ale and Compass does have some really great, I mean, it's a little bit more elevated um, than what some of your other mobile order places are. And so I think that your selection it yeah. is, is a little nicer. Um, it's not a quick service restaurant. It is right. an actual table uh, restaurant, but you can do some mobile orders uh, from there, as we've seen in many resorts now. I think that's kind of a new thing since COVID, yeah. uh, that some of the actual table service restaurants right. are also over allowing you to mobile order things to exactly. go and bring them back to your room or wherever you want to go. Right, right. So, you know, that being said, like Tom mentioned, it is like a regular restaurant is your wait time could be more. <laughs> it was a little more. It was, yeah, it was kind of a, surprisingly a little lot more for us, but, um, you know, it is, it does take a little bit longer. So, um, keep that in mind when you hit the I'm here button, uh, it, that you're going to wait for them to start the preparation at that moment. So for things like we were getting the fish that was, um, being, you know, being baked at that time, it, it did take longer than what you would normally expect with a mobile order. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I think our lesson learned from this was to order maybe a little bit when you, you know, hit the I'm, I'm here, here button yeah. and do that a little That's earlier right. than we did. We were ended up waiting around the lobby for a good half an hour or yeah. something like oh, that yeah. until they, the, from that, uh, when we hit that button until the food was actually ready. Right. And, and we had already, we had also ordered it during, uh, I think more one of the peak dinner times. Sure. There were a lot of mobile orders ahead of ours coming out. So I think it was also a combination with that of why it took so long. Um, but yeah, you do have uh, a little bit more of a buffer than what you get with other mobile orders. And it's just so funny. We've had both extremes now with both trips. Like the when we did the mobile order over at uh, Fort Wilderness, they actually had it prepared for us. Uh, of course, it was just cupcakes. So it wasn't where they were cooking any food. But they had it prepared for us well in advance where we didn't even have to say I'm here that we got a notification probably about 20 30 minutes ahead of time that hey it's ready and then this one we were waiting not, we were waiting <laughs> a long time <laughs> it was worth it because um all those dishes yeah. including the um the broccolini too which was mm -hmm. very um, well cooked and well seasoned right um were all very good uh, so we picked up our stuff finally once we finally got it <laughs> um and then headed over to our resort for the right. night which we were staying at disney's riviera resort mm -hmm. which we had not stayed at since pre-pandemic like we right. stayed there within its first week of opening yeah. um loved it and we have not gotten back there since but uh, we were able to book a night over there this time mm -hmm. and we uh got a deluxe uh studio while we were there and, right first and, time in a studio there. yes we'd uh, <laughs> Um, we're really bougie. Uh, we normally go for the one bedroom suite or we have in the past there, but we are happy to get um, the uh, deluxe studio, which we'll talk about here in a second. But we want, we needed to get more food because we apparently haven't had enough food uh, while we're there. So we, we needed went, real food, not just dessert. We did a mobile order for uh, Primo Plato, which is their quick service mm -hmm. restaurant within the Riviera. 
Uh, and got a few things for us. We for for Scott, we got him the cheddar burger, mm-hmm. um, which looked really good. Large helping of fries looked like a really good burger. Yes. I didn't get to sample any of it because he wasn't giving any <laughs> no, of it up. He wasn't sharing this uh-huh. time. <laughs> um, we then got uh, the uh, each of us got lasagna, right? Um, which was fantastic. Yeah, actually, I yeah. was really happy with the lasagna that we got from right. there. Tasty. And then you got the other dessert, which we were alluding to a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. which was the vanilla, cherry, and gingerbread cheesecake. That's the one why I was telling you I only got a couple bites of the trifle. Right. It was because, not because Michelle was keeping me away from the trifle. <laughs> she was fine sharing it with me. But I had this uh, cheesecake, and I'm a big fan of cheesecake, and I felt this was really, really good. Yeah, it was tasty. I mean, again, with our difference in preference of taste, I liked it, but I, yeah, I, I, I was drawn more mm-hmm. to the trifle and, and I was glad then that we had that balance where there was something else that you were equally drawn to. Yeah. To try. Um, I love cheesecake and this was really good. The gingerbread, you get the gingerbread flavoring, uh, came through mm-hmm. really well. Uh, I balanced out with a little bit of the sweet and sour kind of the cherry in there and then the vanilla. It was just a really well balanced dessert and I highly recommend it if you get over to the, the uh, uh, Riviera Resort to go um, get it from Primo Plato while you're yeah. there. Yeah, I was I, I was impressed with the fact that they did have that cherry, mm-hmm. you know, um, compliment to it because that's not something that you typically see with cheesecakes, mm-hmm. you know, when you're looking at like a a fast food place or right. whatever. So. Not as hearty a serving, I would say, as the uh, peppermint trifle. Mm-hmm. That was a little bit larger. Right. Um, but I mean, I think probably when you balance out cheesecake uh, calories versus the mousse <laughs> calories, uh, it's probably pretty uh, comparable. Sure. So, uh, But it was very good. And uh, I, I definitely recommend uh, if you're looking for a dessert that that's great. And, you know, there's lots of great stuff at the, at the Riviera. Right. If you go over to the... Um, was it the Petit Cafe, Cafe. Le Petit mm-hmm. Cafe, which is right out front, a little coffee shop. Right. Um, they also sell some alcoholic beverages there as yeah. well. Um, but they also have some wonderful pastries there. We didn't try them this time, but we tried them the last time and they were very, very good. Right. Yeah. This time, um, we, we again, our arrival time was kind of a peak time for people to want to be picking up some things. Um, so, but we had already had picked up a lot of desserts and things so we didn't need to get there but the other really nice thing about that cafe is it's adjacent to their their little like lounge or mm-hmm. little library. library yeah well, I mean, library slash lounge yeah, yeah. It, it's not it doesn't have books that you can take and read but it, it does have nice uh seating areas um every time that i went by i saw people um, they have this one long table that's a little uh high table that people would be there with their computers and were able to you know hook up and charge and things there and then they had some regular lounge tables too that people if they got a little something from the cafe could sit there and enjoy it yeah we we talked a lot about that space uh during our recap of our 2019 visit to Mm -hmm. walt disney world resort when we first visited the riviera when it first opened Uh, a lot of artifacts actual Mm -hmm. stuff from walt uh and, and lillian uh, there that you can check out as well. It's really kind of a cool space to kind of settle in and just happen to be a glass of wine or something in the evening. Right. And, and it's a place that actually gets passed by, I think, a lot, by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They just walk because it's just kind of, it's it's while it's right out there, it still feels kind of hidden. Yeah, I don't point. think people realize what that mm-hmm. that is for. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, yeah, you would just pass it by thinking, for sure. oh, what's that room? Yeah. yeah. Um, decorations were subtle, but really nice mm-hmm. at the Riviera Resort. Um, really liked it. You know, right. like I said, subtle, but um, it, it, that, that place is so beautiful. Right. Um, that it's, it's, it's fun to take in as right. well. I mean, I think one of the things that people might be surprised if they haven't been there is it actually is 
smaller. Like their lobby is 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 compact. Yeah, it's got everything you need, and it it, it has enough room. But it's not like it's not like it's not Grand Floridian yeah. where you walk in or the Wilderness it, Lodge yeah, or right. anywhere. There's this grand area right. as you go in there. Yeah, it's it's much more um like I said smaller, compact, but it, it it's lovely. Yeah. It really is. Um, yeah. uh, definitely, if you get a chance, um, check out the Riviera Resort. Yeah. You do get the feeling of Europe, and yes, uh, for sure. I mean, we, you go to like the the if you go down the halls, there are posters um, of you know famous Disney movies uh, all in uh, their European. The European posters, so right. they have like all the titles are written in French or Italian, right. and they, you know, mm-hmm. etc. And it's really kind of cool to check yeah. out um, these you know, these classic movie posters, but from different countries you right. know, that are all along the French and, you know, the Rivieras and the Mediterranean right. Riviera there. Exactly. I think that's what, uh, one of the nice things about that location is that, yes, going down the hallways, you are also being able to, you know, be reinforced with that ambience, feel mm-hmm. a little bit more immersed. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we got our food. We settled into our deluxe studio. Uh, we did have a standard view. It was extremely standard, yeah. the view. Uh, but the room itself was really, really nice. Uh, it, uh, to me, it was uh, it was very similar in its layout to what we told you about a couple of weeks ago when we stayed at the Grand Floridian's mm-hmm. Villas um, in the fact that it's, you know, it's the bed it's the the couch yep. with the uh the murphy murphy bed coming mm-hmm. through of it uh the large television that is the modern ones that mm-hmm. you can stream things through uh the bathroom is split similarly to the other right. one you had the walk-in shower with the uh rain shower mm-hmm. head and you also had a tub shower on the other uh section uh with the toilet and that was a divider within them you right. could open up the whole restroom or you could split it into two different parts as well right, right. uh so that was very functional um i think the the thing we liked about this one more is it felt larger mm-hmm. in in space when we were right. in there right yeah yeah um the kitchenette area um it's it's not as long as some of the others but it, it has everything you need but it also there was a an, another storage closet that was really convenient that had, um, you know, it actually had like a vacuum cleaner in there, but it had like a clothes basket if you needed to use a clothes basket. And, um, but just gave, it was just a little bit bigger of a storage area as well. And it had, you know, when you entered in, it just had a little bit more area too. Closed basket, it does not, it's not a one bedroom, so it does not have a washer and dryer right. in there, but it has a closed basket. If you want to go to the washer right. and dryer machines, which they do have there, right. Good point. Um, yeah. you can take those down using that closed basket. Right, you know. yeah. Uh, but real overall, um, it was great. I loved it. I, I will definitely stay in the deluxe studio mm-hmm. there again. Um, the view, we were, like I said, it was a very standard view. We were on the second level, which is actually the base level, like the right. level where the lobby is. Yes. Um, and our view was the parking lot. Right. I mean, like it was really the parking lot, <laughs> yes. like it, the parking lot was right there in front of yeah. us. Um, and I, I think that some of the generators or some of the AC units or whatever mm-hmm. was there. So outside it was a little bit noisy. So we didn't spend much time outside. The, balcony, yeah. uh, the room itself was good though. That, I mean, the, the good thing about it is that we were, the room was good enough that right. we enjoyed our time just sitting there. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you were planning, well, I mean, they do have standard views. We got of, a, our well, other, our one bedroom that we had the first time yeah. was a standard view and it was a much better view right. than what we got with this right. one. Yeah. I think being at a lower level, level is what really um exemplified that we were just looking at the parking lot i think when you're at a higher level you can kind of see a little bit more things of of epcot 
you know, on some of the, not all of them, but on some of the um, standard views. But, uh, you know, f for comfort and functionality, yeah. it was spectacular. Yeah. If you're not looking to sit down on the balcony for too much. Right. I mean, even this room, I, I mean, I, I think you can, you may luck into um, getting a better floor and a better right. standard view uh, than what we got. Right. Um, but even if not, it, 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 I don't think it's going to affect you that much mm -hmm. unless you're just planning on sitting outside on right. your deck all the time. Right. Then it might yeah. you know, disturb you a little bit where you uh, where the room was positioned. Right. It was actually easy to get in and out of when we wanted to get out of there because we were right on the lobby floor right. yeah. you know, that we didn't have to take an elevator or exactly. whatever anywhere. So yeah. it was very yeah. easy. Made that quick and easy. Yeah. And, you know, if view is something important, then that's where you can at least take advantage of the fact that they do have preferred views. Right. For sure. If you so. want to spend a little bit more points or yeah. money or whatever right. you are going about, uh, right. you're booking your stay there. And, and one of my theories is maybe the fact that we were only doing a one night mm -hmm. that they're, you know, they're not looking to put people who are just coming for one night, maybe in the, the best view areas of a section, you know? Yeah. So even though we're standard, you know, they're like, okay, well, they're just one night. I'm sure they're going to be busy and right. stuff like that. And I so. think it's hit and miss. I mean, you know, it's just luck of the draw mm -hmm. of when people are checking in and checking out and right. where you, where you fall within that. Right. Um, we did make a request for an area. Area. We didn't get that area, mm -hmm. but I mean, if no one's checking out when we're checking in, what can you do? Right, you exactly. Know? So, uh, again, it wasn't a problem. You know, it's sure. just one of those things. Like, you know, we're probably aren't going to spend much time outside right, during this. Right. We're not going. Like, we were at the Grand Floridian. We spent most of the morning uh, just sipping coffee right. outside and yeah. watching the monorail, monorail go by mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, we were not doing that no. this time. Mm -mm. Uh, but we enjoyed our time just the same, right. like I said. So slept there, got up the next day, and it was time to go check out the Epcot International mm -hmm. Festival, the holidays. Got in the Skyliner. Mm -hmm. One of the benefits of staying at the right. Riviera is the Skyliner station right yeah. there. Even got Scott in the Skyliner. We weren't sure how he was right. going to do with it. He got in there and really seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, I think... Uh, it probably would have even been better had it not been so overcast because um, he is more enjoying sun, sunny skies, yeah. <laughs> blue skies. Um, and that's definitely not what this was. So, you know, you could tell there was a little apprehension there and just trying to figure out the whole thing. But he did well. And yeah, especially, uh, you know, getting on and seeing that it was okay. I mean, once he got off and saw that it was okay, yeah. you know, I think he was good with it. Yeah, no, he was, he was fine with it. I mean, he was a little nervous at first. You could tell he was gripping my arm a little bit kind of tightly, <laughs> yeah. but uh, as we went along, he was, he was good with it. I thought he was entertained by it. I wish we could have had one of the uh, cars that doesn't have the, I mean, I think as much as I think he likes the decorations on the outside, right. you don't really get those when you're inside and it does cut your view when right. you're inside. I think if you could have seen it more clearly out, that sure. would have been better yeah, too. Yeah, that would have been, yeah. Um, but it was still great. And right. It was a good trip. And again, it's so easy to get from the Riviera to Epcot, especially because right. there's no transfer involved. There's a transfer if you're going to studios right. over at uh, Caribbean Beach. Um, but you don't have to do that if you're going from the Riviera to Epcot and or back. Right. Um, one of the other things that, you know, since we did have Scott with us, we did request if we could be alone in right. the car, um, which they accommodated us. It took a little bit longer to wait for a car that for that reason but not that long yeah. and so they were fine with it you know we just explained we you know concerned with him being nervous with other people around and they understood yeah. for sure for sure so uh got there went through the international gateway and straight into the festival of the holidays at epcot mm -hmm. right into it 
uh, the first place we stopped to visit, because it was all about the food. We were there for to see the decorations right. and get the food. Uh, the first place, we had a list of things we wanted to hit up, knowing we were only going to be there one day. Um, so we kind of made our lists of what we wanted to right. be sure and get. And the first place on our list was over at Lachaim, <laughs> uh, right. the Lachaim Holiday Kitchen, which was between France and Morocco. Of course, it's very Jewish themed, mm-hmm. as you might be able to tell from that. Um, and we got the smoked salmon potato mm-hmm. latke. What did you think of that, Michelle? It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It really was. It never fails to be delicious, whether you're getting it at a Disney uh, park on the East Coast or the West Coast. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, what about you? Loved it. Um, I, the only thing I would have liked is if the potato, the latka had been hot and then the, the cooling of the salmon right. it was all kind of cold, but it was mm-hmm. still delicious. The flavors were on point for yeah. me. And it was just a really nice way to start off uh, our feeding frenzy that right. we went through yes. as we went through yes. the festival of the holidays. We also got a black and white cookie for Scott, right. uh, which he gobbled down pretty quickly. Yes, yes. Yeah, we had decided that, hey, maybe because he... We had had a decent breakfast in the room, too. So uh, we didn't think he was all that hungry. But also we thought, mm, maybe do the cookie stroll this year. We haven't right. done that in the yes, past. Yes, and that was the kickoff of right. our cookie stroll, mm-hmm. which we did. And we'll tell you more about that as we go on. Well, also while we were there just sitting and eating, um, we got to see one of the storytellers right. come out and tell the story of Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. which was really nice to kind of sit yeah. there and uh, and check out. Um, so that was, Yeah, it was a nice yeah, touch to it. Was, it. It was great timing. Yes. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, from there, we went over to Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen, which is in Japan, because I always have to try the next sushi thing that's going on there. <laughs> and we got the sushi tree. Of yeah. course, it's the holidays. And yeah, why not a sushi tree? Right. Uh, the sushi tree is a sushi roll with crab with a K. So imitation crab mm-hmm. meat. That, what the imitation crab meat is, is usually it's a it's a white fish that kind of is made to look like crab. Mm. It's not actually crab, right. but it is fish. It's not like completely fake stuff right, yeah you know? um and it had cream cheese with a tempura ikura salmon roe and a spicy mayonnaise i really really liked it, it it's not as good as the sushi donut right, nothing, which we're looking yeah. forward to trying hopefully that'll be returning yeah. to the uh festival of the arts again coming right. up here in about a month um but it was very very tasty yeah it was and and you know the the reason they call it tree is the layout of the actual sushi rolls are in a tree shape triangle shape and yeah it was really good it was you know it was a decent amount of sushi that you know we shared it but i mean i'm not saying it was that big that but because we're going to be trying other dishes it worked out but i thought that was good too yeah uh with the the uh the tempura is kind of flaked around it. It's red and green colors to, yeah. for the holiday season. Um, the spicy mayonnaise is drizzled on there kind of like, oh, I don't know, like um, like a popcorn string or something oh, going yeah. or a light or string garland. or whatever, or garland, yeah. something like that going on your Christmas tree. Right. And then the row is on top, almost like um, the, almost like the star, star right. on top. Yeah. Uh, so it really is really decorative and it was very tasty. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I thought it was a hit and um, I would get it again. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and while we were there, we wanted to get uh, our son something to eat. So we picked up, went over to Regal Eagle and got him some mac and cheese, which I actually had a bite of. And it is really good mac and cheese. <laughs> Regal Eagle. Nice. So and he yeah. enjoyed it very much. And there's a lot more seating in the uh, American Pavilion area right. than over in Japan. So it was 
easier for us to then get a, a table. You know, they have like mm-hmm. the picnic style tables mm-hmm. over there and be able to have some space That's to very good. try these very different good. dishes. Uh, from there, we went over to the refreshment outpost. Uh, you know, that's the kind of the space over past in between Germany and uh, China, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of has an African theme right. to it, essentially. Um, and from there, we got the peanut stew with sweet potatoes, mustard greens and roasted peanuts served over rice. Uh, what did you think of that dish, Michelle? <laughs> I thought it was good. I, I thought, again, portion size was was good. You know, and I think all along portion size was good. Yeah. in in the festival, I was noticing that more and more that the portion sizes were a little bit larger than what we've seen in some other festivals. Um, It had some good flavors. I I it was spicy, you know, had the heat, um, but it still for some reason I felt could use some more seasoning. But overall, it was it was like I said, it was good. I'm glad we tried it. I don't know that I'd pick it up again right uh it, it had the spice again a little bit maybe more spice than michelle right. likes um but it wasn't cumulatively over- it was yeah it wasn't it. overpowering uh the peanut flavor was okay but just like you said uh it needed more salt or something right. because it really just something to bring it out bring it more forward it seemed like it was um and, and this is going to be a chef's thing like where you're flavor profile is you want it when you, when you talk about a well-balanced dish mm-hmm. it kind of is balanced throughout your tongue because right. you're, you're you have taste profiles throughout your tongue this was very back of the tongue which is very spice heavy right. um you want the salt to kind of bring it forward sorry to get so technical on you <laughs> but that's kind of yeah, the way i read this read this dish is that it just needed something else to kind of push that and when you do that it brings out a lot of the other flavor profiles as well including right. that peanut flavor which mm-hmm. you really want out of it right uh it was good it just wasn't great. Right. I, I don't know if I would recommend it. Uh, but, uh, you know, hey, and I'll say this with any of these dishes. Um, they could vary on day to day right. depending on who's making them, what right. batch you're getting or whatever. It might be better when you go out there sure. or you might like it more. Yeah. Who knows, yeah. you know, than we did. But right. it was just kind of okay for us. Right. It was. I, I was kind of seeing that same type of review, a real hit or miss uh, before we went there that some people really loved it and other people thought it was meh. And so I can see mm-hmm. why that is. Mm-hmm. For sure. So uh, from there, we went over to the Holiday Hearth Desort, uh, Desort, <laughs> Desserts, Holiday Hearth Desserts, uh, which is at the Odyssey, mm-hmm. um, which you may know is kind of the, the, that area um, that's in between Test Track and right. World Showcase. Uh, and in there they have like a ton of different desserts yeah. and some beers and some coffee dishes, uh, some coffee drinks, I should say. And, uh, that's where you can meet Santa as well. Right. We saw Santa yeah. there and yeah. it was really cute with a lot of kids right. and some adults. Um, yeah. it, was, it was really fun. Um, and from there we picked up the red velvet mini bunt cake mm-hmm. with cream cheese icing, which mm-hmm. we took home with us and sampled right. later on because yeah. We already had enough desserts. We weren't going to go crazy <laughs> with it there. And the gingerbread cookie. Right. Uh, what did you think about those two dishes, Michelle? I um, actually loved both of them. I, I thought, you know, the um, the red velvet bundt cake was such a hit. Um, I liked that the, the um, cream cheese frosting really stayed true to that flavor profile and the tanginess of it. Um, sometimes when you get them, they're just overly sweet and sugary. This I thought complimented um, the red velvet cake 
mm-hmm. really nicely. Yeah, and it wasn't uh, too much of the. Sometimes they put too much of the uh, the cream cheese frosting mm-hmm. on there. Uh, this was just enough to complement right. the red velvet. The red velvet cake itself was moist, which you never know for sure, yeah. especially on a cake that sits around like that. What it's going to be like? Sure. I thought it was very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as the gingerbread cookie, that was another part of the cookie stroll. That right. was our next stamp in our yes. little book there. Uh, and uh, I thought that was an improvement over the gingerbread we got when we got the shingle. Mm-hmm. Um, from yeah. the uh, Grand Floridian uh, on our last visit. Right. Um, it was more of the gingerbread experience I was expecting from exactly. uh, you know, a, a gingerbread man yeah. cookie. You know? Totally agree with you. And you know, so it had that rich flavor um, and it was adorable too. Yeah. It was cute yep. and it was tasty. Yes. So uh, recommended. Kind of uh, reminded sure. me more of the gingerbread cookies we've gotten at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, resort. not quite as good as that, right. but closer. Pretty close. Closer yeah. to that right. for sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then we went to Melly. We also Kalik- got Kalik- a beer there. Oh yeah, we did get a beer there. What beer did we get there? Um, was it the S'mores beer? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that beer a lot. Yeah, we're, right. we're always going for the dark beers. That was a s'mores yeah. stout, I believe. Right. And what's nice there is you have two size options. So um, we got the smaller one. I think that's a five ounce. And so that was good where we could each, you know, it's enough to drink as a single person. I wouldn't want a larger one than that, especially if I'm thinking I'm going to try any others. Mm-hmm. But it was good enough to share and that we could both try it out. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, and then we took it over to Melikalikimaka, mm-hmm. uh, near, which is near the port of entry. And that's where we got the Kalua pork with Okinawa sweet potatoes and mango salad. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that dish, sweetheart? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I know someone else in our I household really say, loved it. Yeah, yeah Scott, we we, you know, we had him try a little of it and he, you know. Cobbled half of yeah, it Yeah, at up, that point know. he thought, um, this needs to be my dish now. Yeah. <laughs> he was into the festival at that point. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought the Kahlua pork was pretty good. It was tender. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Um, the sweet potatoes, I think I could have gotten a little more flavor out of the sweet potatoes, but they were very good. Yeah. And then the mango salad was just kind of there as a refreshing. Right. Um, garnish more than anything mm-hmm. else, just a different bite within it. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the star of it was the pork for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was great. So, um, yeah, I like that one a lot too. Yeah. Um, that one I think we could have gotten too. Yeah. We, well, if we had known that somebody else in our household yeah. was going to gobble half of it up, we probably would have gotten two. There was a decent line there, so we didn't go back for right. another one, but, um, it was worth it. For yeah. The stop. Uh, uh, then we went back to the place that was a real line. Um, and we kind of went crazy here because we knew this was going to be closing close to wrapping up our food day because right. we had already had a fair amount. And this had some good food there mm-hmm. as well. That's at Yukon Holiday Kitchen over in Canada. Their menu looked spectacular to us. There was a lot of stuff we mm-hmm. wanted to get there. And I think we got almost everything on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from there, we got the seared scallops with uh, parsnip silk. Uh, apple chutney and hazelnut croquant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the burf, beef bourguignon mm-hmm. uh, with crushed potatoes. We got three of the Snickers doodle <laughs> cookies with good reason. Those yes. were very good. And we get the beer flight because I saw somebody with it and I'm like, that looks pretty good. It looks like the kind of beers I would enjoy. Mm. So we got that as well. Um, what did you think about those dishes? First of all, I'll talk about the beers in a second. Okay, yeah. Well, um, and I guess, first of all, going into the line when we went into the line it it looked a bit intimidating it looked long it went um beyond where they had the queuing uh areas or you know the stances or whatever they're called um 
And so I thought, oh, this is going to be rough. But it moved really quickly. They had multiple people taking food orders. So I think that helped a lot. And I think it was an area where a lot of people were getting just cookies. So. Right. Because of the, the Snickers doodle cookie, one is good. But also, if you're looking to do the cookie stroll, that's right. one you're probably going to want to hit up because it is a good cookie. Yeah. And the, it moved quickly because they had them right out in the front by the register. So they would right. you know, charge you. They would grab the cookie. They would stamp your book. And right. then you could go. Yeah, so it right. moved quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. So uh, in terms of the food, the scallops were really tasty. Um, really, really enjoyed them. Uh, this is one of those dishes where you just get a taste, you just get a little sampling size, but it was definitely a good enough sample size to be able to really enjoy it. Yeah. I was, I I didn't try that Mm -hmm. because I had the beef bourguignon. You had a bite of that as well. Um, but I thought that was very good. It was flavorful. The beef was very tender. Mm -hmm. It was a very nice helping size for sure with the potatoes and it's, it's almost, it's a, it's a very stewy dish. You know, it's right. very stew-like. Um, you know, they had some large pieces of carrot in there and as well as the beef and, uh, you know, good gravy, some of the right. uh, braising liquid from it, the beef bourguignon. Um, it was a very good dish. I enjoyed it. And another person in our household yeah. enjoyed that one as well, <laughs> too. I know. We haven't taken Scott to a festival before, I don't think. And so I... Not in a while. Anyway. Right. I think next time we would approach it a little differently of, um, you know focusing on what he might like there. I think we we looked at it that he probably wouldn't be as interested in some of the those dishes and that's why we were buying some mobile orders from more of the standard. That's why we got the, the um, mac, mac and cheese. And cheese. Yeah, because yeah. actually you'd gotten a couple of the mac and cheese and yeah. stuff like that. So, um, you know, different things like that. And so I think his palate now would, in, you know, obviously would enjoy some more of these yeah. festival kind of dishes. So. Yeah, he's like me. He likes a good braised dish, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he really liked, though. That yeah. was good. Uh, we did have the Snickers Doodle Cookie. We ended up bringing those home mm-hmm. with us and trying those over the next few nights uh it is a it, it's not like a you know it's a snickers doodle but don't think it's a snickerdoodle cookie it's, right you know which is more of a cinnamon base this is a snickers doodle cookie right. so it's more like a snickers on top of a kind of a sugar cookie right um it was very good and it did yeah. have a lot of that good uh chocolate and caramel kind of flavor mm-hmm. like you would get from a snickers bar yeah it was fairly thick uh-huh so. it was a big cookie mm-hmm. 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 yeah um yeah i mean one thing about the cookie stroll, if you haven't done this before, is yes, you can try each of the different ones they have. But let's say there's um, a style cookie that you're really not that interested in or the lines. Like I think one of the cookies was at the Germany Pavilion. Yeah, the Linzer cookie, I believe. Yeah, that, line, that yeah. I wanted to try. But that line looked really insane. And I was watching it for a while and it wasn't moving that quickly. So um but yeah, you can buy multiples of another cookie and that still gets your stamps mm-hmm. to get your prize at the those, end. Those mm-hmm. got us our stamps to yeah. get us through the cookie stroll, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, the beer flight um, had three beers. There were two porters and a blonde ale, but it was more like, almost like an amber. Almost. Right. Yeah. Um, that's why it drew to me. Um, uh, and uh, the, what they were, were um, they were an 81 Bay Brewing Company peanut butter banana porter. Mm-hmm. A Playa Linda Brewing Company Maple Cookie Blonde Ale mm-hmm. and a Collective Arts Coffee Maple Porter. Michelle, what did you think of the beers? Um, I think the first and the third one that you mentioned were my favorites. The peanut butter one, and I've had peanut butter beer before, but this one you could taste the peanut butter and it was delightful. It wasn't um, overly sweet, I don't mm-hmm. think, um, but 
and it and I remember the first time I thought to try a peanut butter beer it was like really, but it really, really does. Good. It really is. Yeah, and I, I thought the banana was really forward in it as well, mm-hmm. but it was all good. It was balanced. It was a very good beer, probably my favorite beer of the three, mm-hmm. but I liked all three. I thought yeah. they were all hits. Um, you didn't like the Blondale as much as I did, right. um, but I, I thought they were all very good beers. Yeah, And yeah. Worth, worth trying, uh, definitely trying one of them if you just want to get one beer, but the flight is, and it complements a lot of these dishes we were having right. at that uh, at the at Yukon. The right. Yeah, the Blondale, I you know, was was nice. It's just uh, again when I'm looking at calories and everything, it's like, yeah, let me go to the, the one calories. that I I like a little bit better. Um, As we're getting all these cookies and everything. Else. The coffee maple the one, yeah, that maple was really uh, noticeable, but not overpowering, and it was so delicious. Right, for sure. Uh, so from there, we had filled out our booklet. Mm-hmm. We got our cookie stroll completed. We went over to, I, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I didn't write the name of the Sweets down. Sweets and Treats. Sweets, yeah, I think it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, booth, which had very little line. There, yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. And that's where you turn in your finished booklet mm-hmm. for your little treat for finishing the cookie stroll. Right. Um, which was a cookie that was very decorative. You can see it on our artwork for the episode. It says Festival of the holidays mm-hmm. right on it but not only is it decorative we had this at home just the other night it is a really really tasty yeah, really, cookie yeah yeah i was expecting it to be overly sweet like a shortbread with then with frosting on top i thought oh this is just gonna be sugar 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 and it wasn't it was really delicious um I, another thing to mention and you know people may already know this but um and I wasn't worried about it, but we did happen to have two of the booklets when they were being stamped. We stamped the wrong one. And we, one I, on one of them, they stamped the wrong one. So I just brought both booklets and that was not a problem. I know they get used to that all yeah, the time. So so. Good. If you split up and you know, some people are getting cookies from one part of the right. world showcase and some are getting cookies from someplace else. Right. Know or, that you can right. Do that. or you forget your booklet. Right. right yeah. Or you're doing a different day, right. you know, and, and you, you, you know, like Tom said, you forgot your booklet. So you're starting another one. You don't have to do all of them in one day or all, you know, different ones. So they were much liberal, right. very liberal on that. But um, yeah. And then there was another there's wonderful a, surprise. We're not going to spoil it for you, but there's another thing that comes along with this when you finish your cookie stroll, which was, we did not expect. Right. But we were tickled that we got this oh, yeah. extra yeah. thing on top of the cookie. Oh, by the way, the cookie, um, kind of almond flavored, which mm-hmm. I love. I mm-hmm. love almond flavored stuff. Right. Um, kind of a marzipan, kind of almond flavored cookie. Uh, really, really good. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that, uh, that, Again, we're not going to spoil it yeah. for you, but you get something else right. for doing this. I know. And then afterwards, all. it was like, darn, why didn't we do two cookie Jeez. strolls and just bring a lot more cookies home? Right. <laughs> for sure. No. We like good cookies. I so, know. Um, yeah, could have done that. We like most of the cookies that we had. Yeah. So, Wish we had um, another sure. trip going out there soon. Yeah. But yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention that there was a lot of other, like we said before, a lot of other good food that we right. were interested in trying right. just didn't have the time stomach room etc right now we did pick up a couple things to take home with us because that's what we do we told you before (laughs) about how we bring a lot of um some of the to-go containers with us right and we'll pick up stuff and just bring it home to bring you know extend the disney uh when we head back home yeah for sure um so we did go back over or michelle did Scott and I kind of waited around for her because we weren't <laughs> going to hike it all the way back over to the American holiday table. But she went back and picked up the slow roasted turkey with Ben's original stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans, and cranberry sauce. And another dish that we wanted to try, the blackened catfish with Hop and John and comeback sauce. Mm-hmm. We had that for dinner at mm-hmm. night. 
what did you think of those dishes, Michelle? Yeah, actually, um, I thought they were they were really good. The turkey one surprised me. It was, first of all, a lot more turkey than I thought there would be. You know, once I when I went to go to reheat it, and I was trying to do it, you know, import separate the turkey from the potatoes and stuff like that. It was a lot more than I expected to be there. I love the taste of everything there. I was glad I got a couple of them because that allowed all three of us to try different, you know, flavors and, and things like that. Um, but I really liked that dish. Um, the fish, I liked the fish. I just think some of the things that, co- that went along with it were uh, seasoned with salt, a little too much salt. A little, a lot too much salt. Yeah. Um, the, the turkey was tender and moist and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little over seasoned as well. I thought I had there was something problem with this booth that they were over seasoning things a little bit, but it was all, it was all very good right. and tasty. Um, but the blackened catfish with hop and John sauce was way overboard on the salt. Yeah. I mean, we tried something over there a couple years ago that was like super, like, like they'd like, they like, like it was like as if they, it was some dish that you, you know you always hear of like oh I meant to put sugar in but I put salt in right. that's what that dish was like um, this was not to that level but it was way too salty and it's unfortunate because I was really looking forward to that dish mm-hmm. um, it, it didn't have like when you think of a blackened dish I expect that there's that heat level right. to yeah. it that spice level to yeah. it didn't have that but it did it was seasoned with a lot of salt yeah I don't you know and um, I don't know it's funny because it. Like you said, the one we've had in the past, it's been since the pandemic that was also over salty, was also at the American Pavilion. And um, I know that that when we had that dish, we thought, oh, somebody added salt like a second time, didn't realize somebody else had already seasoned it. Um, And so we thought that was just kind of a fluke, maybe that batch. But it's interesting that these dishes, two separate dishes also... Somebody likes their salt over in the American Pavilion, (laughs) apparently. Yeah. Um, Anyway, like I already said, um, your experience may vary on these dishes. You may want to try them out. The turkey was good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just our experience this time is that they were just overly seasoned and uh, they needed to back off on the salt a little bit. Right. Yeah. So... That was it. But yeah, that was it. We got our food. We headed home. We had our, had a meal, a secondary meal when we got home. Once, once, once all our other food that we'd eaten, it settled. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful trip to the festival of the holidays. Yeah. We took the uh, Skyliner back. It was a little sunnier. I think Scott felt a little bit more, um, confident because he had already done it once it was sunny he and we he also had the big draw that he was very happy we were going to be heading home yes, of course. <laughs> to his favorite place um so it was good that we had that experience and it was you know he he seemed a little bit more comfortable with that right. um you know and we just share that if you also have a child that has special needs or whatever that you know um again it's it's not a long ride i think it's like what 10 15 minutes at 10. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's 15. Yeah. Um, but anyways, but yeah, and then we got to our car to be able to head home with our still treats in the car for yep. later. And we sampled them for, we, we, we ate the turkey and the catfish that night. Um, and we sampled the cookies for the next few days, mm-hmm. um, right. which was really nice. And yeah. Again, highly recommend if you're going to go to one of these festivals, if you're going to, you're going to, there's going to be a lot of stuff you're going to want to try right. and you may not get the chance to try everything. Um, and if you have the ability, and it could be to your resort hotel room or it could be home, um, bring these to go to containers yeah. because uh, bringing this stuff back with you and being able to enjoy mm-hmm. it later on, whether it be that night, 
the next morning, for lunch the next day, yeah. whatever. It, it, ex- it extends that Disney experience and it allows you not to miss out on some of these fantastic dishes yeah. that they're serving up for you. There. Right. Especially, you know, if you can't get back very, you know, get back to it during the festival time. Right. Yeah. And so that was our 2022 Festival of the Holidays Walt Disney World visit. So good. I'm glad we got a chance to get out there and experience the Festival of the Holidays. It, it, there isn't a bad Disney festival, in my right. opinion, but it, it's one of the ones that we don't get to enough. And um, yeah. and we haven't gotten to it for a couple of years. And right. I'm so glad to get back and sample some of that wonderful stuff. And along with the decorations and the storytellers and everything else that goes right. along with it. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we did miss not being able to go to Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom Park to see some of the holiday decorations and some of the special treats that they have there. Um, you know, but again, it's always good in moderation and c- wanting to come back for more yep. make, makes your next trip more and, exciting. And next in about a month from now, we'll be out there for the festival of the arts. That's and right. We'll be sharing that with you as well, you know, uh, cause we like sharing with you and we like sharing <laughs> with you at length. Apparently let's get to the <laughs> Disney stories of the week. I'm going to start with, we learned a few more details about the first ever Toy Story themed table service restaurant that is coming to the Walt Disney World Resort. This from the Disney Parks blog. They say Andy's Backyard is getting ready for more toys. Roundup Rodeo Barbecue will be opening in spring of 2023 to welcome guests to the delicious barbecue and toy size fun. Nice. Yes. On Wednesday, they shared more details about the world's first Toy Story table service restaurant coming to this Toy Story land in Disney's Hollywood studio. And they discussed how Imagineers collaborated with Disney Pixar Animation Studios and Walt Disney World Food and Beverage to design this one-of-a-kind dining experience. It looks really great. Yeah, I'm just excited that they're going to have another, you know, restaurant in that area to give you a little bit more food options. Not that what they have is bad, but I think this is going to be a great addition. Yeah, a good table service restaurant there right. in Toy Story Land, I think, mm-hmm. is it will be beneficial. Yes. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to experiencing it. And plus, I you know, love a good barbecue. That's so. right. Uh, that's going to be good. And of course, nowadays, you know, if you're going to have the Imagineers involved, there's got to be a backstory involved. <laughs> uh, and there is with this too. And I loved how the Imagineers worked with the animation team mm-hmm. and they worked with the food and beverage team to come up with this. So here's the backstory. They said, using his imagination, Woody's Roundup toys and other playthings, Andy has built a rodeo restaurant for all his <laughs> pals. Uh, once uh, open to guests, they will enter into the dining room and discover just how much fun Andy had creating a rollicking place for honorary toys to enjoy barbecue-inspired comfort foods, serve family styles with platters of house-smoked meats, a roundup of sides, and some miniature sweet surprises along the way. It really looks great, and I'm um, looking forward to trying it. And there's going to be, you know, it's going to have um, lots of rodeo star performers mm-hmm. in that dining room as well, including Jesse. Trixie and Bo Peep with her leap and sheep, Billy Goat and Gruff. Wow, that's going to be great. I, and I know it's going to be a popular location, mm-hmm. especially when it first opens. So yeah, looking cool. forward to it once it opens up sometime in spring of yeah. 2023. Uh, moving on to some other dining locations that are opening up in the Walt Disney World Resort. There's a few that are happening in the Boardwalk area. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. This again from the Disney Parks blog. They said there are some delicious and exciting updates coming to you from Disney's Boardwalk that both you and your taste buds are going to love. (laughs) 
Let's kick it off with a new coffee shop that will be opening to guests soon, Carousel Coffee. This new location will be guests' new go-to spot for their favorite coffee beverages, tea options, and some mouth-watering pastries to indulge in. This location will feature artisan roasted Joffrey's coffee in its yummy sips. So lots of good stuff yeah. there. Nitro brewed coffee, lots of wonderful pastries. It looks like a great spot to pick up something well, throughout the day, but definitely maybe for breakfast on your way to the park as you're walking right. down the boardwalk. Yeah, nice variety that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Also, another addition to that sweep lovers are sure to be excited about is the Cake Bake Shop at Disney's Boardwalk. This new location recently began uh, construction to bring the new spot to life and is slated to open in 2023. Uh, they say as you walk past this spot, you'll be able to get a glimpse of some of the tasty dishes that lie once it opens. And again, Disney's Imagineers with their backstories. <laughs> they say this restaurant is owned by Gwendolyn Rogers, a self-taught baker with a love for Disney and obviously cakes. And they'll have uh, breakfast, lunch, and uh, excuse me, uh, brunch, lunch, and dinner there. And um, they also have a quick service bakery there too. Nice. So, and they'll specialize in a lot of pastries, cheesecakes, uh, dessert bars, pies. Uh, and of course, obviously it's the cake bake shop. There's right. going to be some wonderful cakes there as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's good that they have that. I mean, to me, it, it reminds me of how, what we were talking about at the Riviera, how they have the, the petite cafe, mm-hmm. you know, to have some of those, um, pastries and things like that yeah and i like that they're gonna have some big sounds like they're gonna have some big windows so as you're right. walking by you can take it in and go oh, yeah pretty good Try you in. You gotta get into that <laughs> get some of that and, and even if you don't have a reservation there they have the quick service right. portion of it so you will be able to sample it as you're just again passing down the boardwalk right. which is always a wonderful place to stroll yeah yeah mm-hmm. sounds fun sure uh, moving on, over on the West Coast, if you want to get up close and personal with some of your favorite professional hockey players and enjoy a little Disney at the same time, well, we have some good mm-hmm. news from you, or for you, I should say. Uh, this, again, from the Disney Parks blog, they say, quack, 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 quack. <laughs> you know the chant, you know the team. Mark your calendars and prepare to fly together on January 12th. 2023 as Anaheim Ducks Day once again returns to Disney California Adventure Park. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I have somebody that I used to work with uh, when I when we lived in California that uh, Stacy there who always loved that uh, time of year with they had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. They'll have lots of stuff going on for you there, both in the park, but also they'll have some stuff going on at the downtown Disney nice. District too. So if you don't have a ticket or a reservation. And you just want to get some Disney and Mighty Ducks fun. Um, you can, I don't even call them the Mighty Ducks anymore. I still call them the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. The Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim Ducks yeah. um, if you want to get a little bit of their fun in, you can just head to the downtown Disney district. If you're going into the park on that day, they'll have an Anaheim Ducks cavalcade. They'll have a fan zone in the hmm, Hyperion Courtyard. <laughs> Or you can test your hockey skills with themed activities and take part in interactive photo opportunities. And they'll have a meet and greet with some Anaheim Ducks players at the Hollywood Backlot stage at various times throughout the day. And there's some more stuff as well. Merchandise, of course. It's Disney. Um, Meanwhile, the downtown Disney district, they'll have fan experiences both on the 12th and the 13th of January. Uh, that'll be down at the downtown Disney live area, kind of where the stage is. Mm-hmm. If you know the downtown Disney district at all between, um, splitsville, uh, luxury lanes and tortilla Joe's. 
and they're going to have some uh, photo opportunities there. A very special mascot may stop by. <laughs> They'll have a DJ spinning some stuff, and you never know what will pop up there as yeah. well. So very cool. fun stuff. If, you, if you're a fan of hockey, if you're a fan of the Anaheim Ducks, that you might want to go check out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great time of year to go there right. for that. Yeah. Now to the story that is a Disney Dishes blog story because it was sent to our Disney Dishes blog <laughs> website. Uh, this is if you live in the Southern California area and are looking to add a little Disney to your night out and maybe in the afternoon as well. Uh, we have some information you'll want to hear. And this again is from a press release that they sent to us. They said if, if uh, they are excited to share that taste made and Disney plus are partnering to fulfill fan cravings with a custom Disney plus themed food crawl where Los Ooh. Angeles area dining and Disney enthusiasts will be encouraged to check out local restaurant partners who will offer Disney plus inspired menu items. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so they say, get ready to dig into an I am Mary mushroom tartine, which is basically kind of a, an open face sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, they had pictures of it here. Looks really, really good. It's inspired by the Disney Plus original series, The Santa Clauses. <laughs> that you can find at Cafe Gratitude. Nice. Uh, they also, also a Christmas tree-shaped shaved ice inspired by the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday <laughs> special. That's at Okobing. And there's also a Midnight Storm drink inspired by the original movie Disenchanted at Monty's Good Burger. (laughs) Or you can also go treat yourself to all three. Uh, They say whether your cravings are sweet or savory, join the Disney Plus season streamings crawl for a bite of holiday fun. That's going on now. And it goes all the way through Friday, December 23rd. So you can get out there and and check all this stuff out. And if you go to DisneyPlusHolidayCrawl.TasteMade.com, I'll have the link in our show notes, uh, you can get a promo code there if you sign up for 25% off these dishes. Nice. So um, definitely cool. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a fun, if you want to get out and have some fun and try a little Disney food at the same time, um, this seems like a great way to do it. Yeah. And they sound like fun dishes for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe I'll include some of the pictures, maybe in the newsletter this week. Yeah, Michelle, sure. Maybe um, we got some of the pictures of some of the food. Uh, they really look fun and creative and right. interesting and delicious. Yeah. Um, so definitely something to check out for sure. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, one more quick note I just want to get to here because we're excited about this. The DuckTales World Showcase Adventure is now up and running <laughs> at Epcot. Nice. You can get You can access it right through the Play Disney app while you're there. Uh, again, we're going to be at the Festival of the Arts right. uh, next month. I know we're going to be yeah, playing that game because we liked uh, the Agent P. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to miss that as well. But we love DuckTales and we're excited to see the advancements and what they're doing with it throughout World Showcase. Yeah. Um, and I know we've talked about this in the past, but it really is a fun additional thing to do. And you'd be surprised um, what the technology they've used in this provides you with some real cute entertainment right and it always catches everybody off guard around you yeah, who's not like, doing it you like know? how's that happening yeah you know? I, I saw I, I, I saw some things posted on social media <laughs> I quickly uh, swiped away yeah. <laughs> because I don't want I don't want to know right I want to wait until we experience it for ourselves but it's I know it's going to be a lot of fun I'm looking forward to it it's a great thing to do 
Um, when it's really busy, I mean, I'm glad they broke this out uh, right before the, you know, it gets super busy right. for the holidays out there yeah. because that's when we experienced the Agent P thing because mm-hmm. it was so packed everywhere. Right. Like you couldn't get on the attractions unless you wanted to wait in a really long line. Right. Even some of the food areas were really full. Yeah. So it was kind of a way to entertain ourselves and be in World Showcase at the same time and check out all these different pavilions. Right. And, you know, you, you had a little bit more space to do. It was just another thing to do without having to go on attractions. And, exactly. You know. Plus, it's kind of like a little scavenger hunt yeah. too because you're looking for where you need to be for these yeah. these these activities again it's a great way to explore these areas right uh within world showcase and some areas that you may you know just these pavilions you just don't go into right. or, or, mm-hmm. or journey through so really a lot of fun that's it for the disney stories of the week however we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation and when we do this well we always start with michelle because she's wonderful <laughs> awesome all things great in the world you know she does the best lists. She has the best research. She definitely has the best tips. Let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Well, my tip has to do, especially, you know, now that it's the holiday times, you might be going out to the parks with family and friends, you know, getting together and staying in the same room. And, um, but you might not be of the same family or, you know, that you don't want all the charges just to go to the room. And then at the end of the trip or after the trip, trying to get the bill and see who has to pay for what. And so, um, if you want to charge with your magic band, you can do that. You just go to the front desk. Uh, everybody that's going to have different charging privileges, go there and give the, uh, specific cards that you're going to use. They can separate it out by which card goes to which magic band. And that way you don't have to worry about that added, financial review after your trip is done it'll all be handled and 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 pre-designated so that's really good and especially you know if you're in some of the bigger rooms where you are kind of splitting it up between a couple families and you know you you don't want it all you know like you said to have to settle it up at the Mm -hmm. end or if you're going with a group of friends or whatever it may be um the fact that you can split it up and you don't have to go through that rigmarole right you know don't worry about it while you're on vacation Uh, that's good so that is a really good tip michelle's tip (laughs) always the best tip thanks what about you sweetie my tip well you know when you're on your vacations, you're doing some things and sometimes there are little special things that you're doing that may be little surprises for members of your family that they mm. may not be expecting and you don't want them to know ahead of time. You know, you all go on your phone, you go on the My Disney Experience app, you check out My Plans mm-hmm. and there's everything there for you. Right. Well, there may be something you don't want people to know that you're doing. Maybe it's a proposal. Maybe mm. it's a special dinner. You know, you never know. There could be something going on there that you've actually booked something for, but you don't want another person that has access to your, you know, that uh, to be in your, that's in your friends and family to see that this is coming up. So you can actually surprise them. They don't see it there and go, what's this? Yeah. Well, there's a way to do that. All you need to go is go to the My Disney Experience uh, website. If you go to the Walt Disney World website, I've tried to do it from the app. You can't. I didn't feel see a way to do it from the app, but you can do it through the website. If you go to your friends and family list, anybody you don't want to see something you have planned out, you can set it there so it shows only things you have booked in common. So if you've actually put their name on that reservation, like you know when you put a dining reservation, you book your name right. and you just say how many guests are going with right. you. You don't necessarily need to put everybody in your party there. If you don't put that person on there and you click on their profile that you only want the things that you're both listed on, it will not show up on there when they look at their My Disney Experience app. So that's a way you can kind of 
hide a couple surprises for right. them as you go along. It's also a good way, like if you have a lot of friends and family that are, you know, are on your list and you're concerned that maybe you're showing them exactly what your plans right. are for Walt Disney World or Disneyland yeah. or whatever, um, that they're like, oh, well, I saw that you're going to Disney Hollywood Studios yeah. this day. <laughs> Why wasn't I invited to go along with you? You can kind of stash that from them as well. But more fun to say, hey, surprise. Yes. Look what I had planned for you. You didn't see it coming. Nice. Very good. That's a great tip, baby. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, good idea. So that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, we mentioned it a little earlier and we couldn't be happier about it. We had the chance to connect with our favorite Disney Cruise Line entertainers, Paul and Sonia, a.k.a. Soul Duo. Right. We'll be airing that conversation about their return to performances aboard ships, uh, you know, after the whole COVID, COVID shutdown mm-hmm. of Disney Cruise Line and everything and how it progressed for them. Right. Um, you know, as far as the, the entertainment aspect of being on Disney Cruise yeah. over the year and just basically what they have going on for them and what they have planned for the future aboard mm-hmm. Disney. And it's just a great conversation. And this is going to be our Christmas episode as well. So yeah. that's very, very fun to kind of share that with uh, some, you know, people that we consider very close friends. Right. And like we said earlier, it's something that I think you're going to find some real interesting uh, components of that conversation of like, wow, you didn't, you know, who would have thought that and and stuff. Um, But they also, again, uh, as I mentioned, they're very just genuinely wonderful people. And that comes through nicely too in the interview. Yeah. And super talented, by the way. Yeah. Super talented. Uh, If you're going to be on board a ship, whether they happen to be performing on, you're going to want to go out of your way to see them perform. Yeah, because definitely. one, they're like I said, they're talented, they're warm, they're genuine, they're wonderful people. Right. Um, definitely check them out and definitely check out next week's show when we have them on. Yeah, and, it, and it's nice. You can tell that um, people really appreciate them because they do have a good following on different ships that people you know, do make sure that if they're on, on board at the same time that they're going to go over and, and check them out and mm-hmm. listen to them and, you know, so... Yeah. Very good. Very good. So that's next week. As for today's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, we'd love for you to sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter. We have uh, lots of great stuff going on out there. Michelle may be posting this stuff yeah. uh, from the, the Disney Plus food crawl up in LA. So if you want to check out what that's right. all about, you can find that out there. Also, we're on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast you can also join our hyperion adventurers facebook group for a lot of positive disney energy fun we're also on youtube you want to find us there just do a quick search for hyperion adventures podcast hit subscribe you'll know whenever we have a video and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our gmail account hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com right and do all the other things that we always love for people to do subscribe um, follow, uh, do tell, all the tell friends do about everything. the podcast, uh, give a rating, a review, all those wonderful yes. things that we really appreciate. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're purposely trying to leave a few things out every week because we realize we pepper you with a lot of stuff. Yeah. So everyone, if you wonder why some things are there one week and aren't there on another as we're going through this, that's why. Yeah. We, we don't want to pepper you on, enough. Yeah, yeah. We don't harp on you. We don't yeah. want to at least. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we appreciate if you've, done all the stuff already or if you do all the stuff in the the future (laughs) we appreciate it thank you most definitely yes 
That's it. We're getting silly now. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.